Um, yeah. I am drinking Moscato today, and this shit is nasty. What? Moscato's gross. It's basically sugar water. That's why it's good. No, it's so gross. My friend left it here, and obviously I'm a dick, so I'm just going to drink the rest. <laughs> I clearly love diabetes in a glass, and that is the only kind of alcohol that I enjoy, um, other than whiskey. So, yeah. I love Moscato. I love Moscato. And I'm so sad that you don't. I mean, I'm drinking it. It's better than no wine at all. Oh, why do they always go ham, right? Whenever we. They they really do. They know it's coming. They're, they just want to be heard. They, they do. just want to be appreciated. They're like, I love Moscato too. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Yeah. They're just. Uh, they did chew up one of my fucking rollers, though. So that was a good time. Rollers? Like my joint rollers. <laughs> I thought you meant like a paint roller. I, well, actually, no. what first came to my mind was like a like a hair roller. <laughs> oh yeah, like a hip roll. Yeah, and no. I'm like, who the fuck are you, Joan Cleaver? Get out of here! No, they uh, and they did not get weed. Let me just be clear, everyone. Like, I am a fanatic about my dogs, and they did not get weed. But apparently, the cat batted my uh, joint roller off the counter, and they ripped it apart. I was like, great, thanks, guys. I didn't yeah. need that or anything. That sounds about right. Yeah. So. Fucking trash goblins. That's what they are. Uh, that's Becky. That's Rachel and her dogs, her pack. Yeah. And uh, this is Moscato in DNA today. Ugh, fucking gross. <laughs> it just makes me sad because Moscatos are so good in like a wine. You don't like slushies though. So like that makes oh, sense. I do. Like, I do like slushies. Like a, a, a bitter slushie is just not oh, as good. Okay, no, that's a completely different conversation. Like, yeah, it's got to have some sweetness. No, that, that's different. But when I'm drinking a glass of wine, I want that shit to make my lips, like, pucker. I guess, like, I always look at drinking alcohol as what I can stomach to get fucked up the fastest. And, like, at least that's the way I've always looked at alcohol. Not so much now, because I don't drink as much. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the healthy way. (laughs) Right. The completely normal, healthy way that every American should look at alcohol. Not the alcoholics way or anything. Um <laughs> but yeah, so I just, you know, I I just I don't like bitter things. It well, like takes one yeah. to no one. Fair. Maybe that's why I don't like bitter things, because I'm so fucking bitter. You're like, it's too much. Yeah, it's just too much to handle. Um, do you have an interesting question for me today? Yeah, I mean, it's mildly interesting. You're probably gonna okay. be like, this is fucking lame. <laughs> Okay. But my question is, if you if you could keep one snack in your pocket at all times, what would it be and why? Like just just a little snacky snack? This like, is a pocket snack. A pocket snack. Yeah. Anything like it would remain at the correct temperature and like I mean, yeah, but like just think about it in a practical sense like you don't want it you don't want your pocket filled with macaroni and cheese. Like that's... I mean, I was going to say mashed potatoes, so like See, I feel like that's not very practical. But if it was like a magic pocket and like no, it stayed standard, perfect. No, okay. there's no fucking magic involved. It's, so we're not stuffing our pockets with tots then. I'm, we're not pulling a Napoleon. Um, well, <laughs> no. I mean, tots are like a little pocket of potatoes. That's a little better. Like that's a little more feasible, I think. Hmm. Pocket snacks. Well, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Mine would be peanut M&M's. 
because what what i don't like anything with peanuts in it oh that's right you fucking loser it's the texture thing Ugh. no it's perfect because chocolate and then you got the peanut for a little crunch and protein it's wouldn't it get melty in your pocket though i mean i guess they could but it's not like they would completely melt like it would still retain their shape okay Peanut M and M's. I'm telling you, that's the best. That's the best pocket. Everyone snack. in my house loves them, and I just want to throw up every time I even smell them. Do you like? So. Do you like the peanut butter M and M's? No, I do like the pretzel M and M's, like the ones with the crisp in the middle. Okay, see, that would be a good. That would be a good pocket snack. I feel like. Yeah, uh, I am gonna go with sweet tart ropes, like nerds rope. No, they're called sweet tart ropes, and they are like cherry on the outside and there's like a filling on the inside of them and they're kind of like licorice but kind of not they're like oh my favorite yeah candy. yeah yeah okay okay i mean that's kind of fucking weird but whatever i like them <laughs> okay i would eat them all day every day okay um or um grilled cheese crackers oh mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh you know what is also really fucking good and i always forget mm. how good they are until i eat them those Jesus Christ. Yeah, just, you know, never fail. Someone just pulled in, so that's an actual, like... Oh, that's an actual, like, bark. I'm gonna kill you, even though your dogs yeah. are all tiny. <laughs> yeah, they would not make it very far. No. Um, Those chicken... What's it called? Chicken in a basket or something? What's it called? Uh, oh, like the chicken biscuits? Chi- yeah, it's the chicken biscuits. <laughs> yeah. They're like chicken-flavored biscuits? Like, yeah. Well, they're crackers, though. Yeah, but the, but they're bit like I think they're called chick chicken biscuits. Hold on, we gotta Google this shit. Yeah, and uh, chicken biscuit crackers is literally what they are. But what's the name? Yeah, chicken in a biscuit. Chicken in a biscuit. That's what they are. Chicken in a biscuit. Oh, yeah, right. and it's got... I don't know. Why I was thinking it said basket. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's it's biscuit spelled funny. It's B I S K I T. Those are so fucking good. <laughs> I haven't had those in a really, really long time. I know, because you never think to get them. I only ever have them, like, if someone else has them, and they're so goddamn good. You know what I didn't eat for the longest fucking time, and then I finally ate some because there was some, like, I don't know where I was, and I was hungry, and I grabbed them. What? Fucking nacho Doritos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I never ate them. I was like, I want Cool Ranch. I want Cool Ranch. And then That's... I finally ate the nacho ones, and I was like, oh, my God, these are amazing. What the fuck have I been doing my whole life? That's the red one. Yes. The red bag. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that I got Takis the other day and I don't fuck with them. And I don't understand the cult following that they have because oh. it was literally the most salty piece of shit I've ever had. Yeah. Um, Takis. I know what you're talking about, but I have to look at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see. I, I'm very I'm kind of like a purist when it comes to chips. Mm. I don't like a lot of weird shit on my chips. I like salt yeah. and vinegar. Okay, I mean, I, I fuck with salt and vinegar. I, I love salt and vinegar. fuck hard with salt and vinegar, but I don't really like. I don't like all the crazy flavors, like of Lay's and shit. Like they have like chicken and waffles and shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't get da- like no. I almost said I don't get down with that. Like I don't, <laughs> but I don't. I don't. That's <laughs> gross. Um, I like all dressed chips, which is like a Canadian thing. Oh yeah, no, I do know what you mean. Those are pretty good. And I like salt and vinegar. I will Cheetos. Cheetos are my shit. I love Cheetos, but they're not really chips. No. So like, um, yeah. No, I just have like a lot of weird shit all over my chips. Like, I'm... yeah, that's fair. That's fair. 
Well, thank you. Thank you for validating yeah. that. Yeah, no problem. Um, um, I don't think I have any updates. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. But I have a case that you're like, mm, it's disturbing and weird, but like not gross, like not like disturbing in a morbid way, disturbing in a what the fuck kind of way. That's that's like one of my favorites. It's very short too, and I apologize to everyone because it's probably going to be a very short episode that you're all getting. But I needed to tell everybody about this case because it's so fucking weird. Um, but also kind of like has a wholesome twist. Um, Ooh. and it's a hometown story for you. Okay, okay, okay. All right, are you ready? Because I don't know if I am. <laughs> I mean. I, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, this story is really going to give you just way more questions than answers. And oh. I apologize about that. Okay. Um, so Valerie Spirul. I just want you to know that my Italian brain keeps reading that as Spiruli, but it's Spirul. S-P-R-U-I-L-L. Okay. Uh, grew up in a small town in Ohio called Doylestown. And it says that it's essentially part of Akron. So Becky, is that correct? Um, that doesn't that doesn't sound correct, but let me check. <laughs> like it's it's reported about in the Akron paper and everything. Mm. Like in that general area. Um, I thought that I thought it was like much further south. Let me see. Um, oh well, okay. It is south. Like all, all right, I could see that. I suppose. Okay. It is like uh it is like southwest of Akron. Okay. Yeah. All so right. Akron would report about Doyle's. Yeah, I suppose. I'll allow it. Okay. Okay. The Ohio the Ohio Empress has spoken. That is and she will allow it. Yes. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, so Valerie was given to her grandparents when she was only three months old, and she was actually raised to believe that her grandparents were her parents. Ugh. I I fucking yeah. hate that. Yeah, same, same. Just I do too. Tell the kid the truth so that they don't grow up with a complex. Yep. Or resenting you for lying. Yeah. This whole time. And then not yeah. trusting anyone and then fucking like Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. It's very fucked up. Um, there was a really nice woman named Christine who would come and visit and she was told that she was a friend of the family. Yeah, I bet. Um, and she just remembers her being like pretty and she'd come and be really nice and like spend time with her. Um, so it wasn't until Valerie was around nine years old that she discovered that they weren't actually her real parents. They were her grandparents and that Christine wasn't just a family friend, but was actually her mother. Yep. Um, Valerie's father was only 15 years old when he and Christine conceived Valerie. Um, and they, they say that she might've been like 16, but they don't actually say like, <laughs> she was like 25. <laughs> yeah. That's how I took it. I was like, what the fuck? But like, I, there's not a whole lot, like one source said that she was 16, but I didn't see that in any other source. So I don't know where they got that. Okay. Um, Christine was a night lady as Valerie called her. So <laughs> she was a sex worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christine was kept away to keep Valerie out of that scene. Um, and it's never actually clarified. I'm assuming the grandparents were Christine's parents, but like, it's never, it never actually says. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was never told who her father was. Mm-hmm. Uh, she never found out. She just knew he was very young whenever they had her. Um, and he wasn't involved. 
she wasn't sure how many children that her father had or that her mother, Christine, had. She knew of six brothers, at least. Uh, Christine actually passed away in 1984. And while Valerie initially held resentment for feeling betrayed and abandoned by her mother, she's a very, like, faith-filled woman. And when was Valerie born? Valerie, it doesn't actually give a year. She was 60 in the year that this interview happened, and I believe that was 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Okay. I believe that's what the article said. It was very, very pieced together because there's not a ton of information out there. Did the mom, like, die young? Uh, 1984, fairly young, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um. Valerie just is like a very faithful woman and like she like is full of like religion and that faith helped her to forgive her mother and understand that she did what she believed was best for her at such a young age, um, which I can get, you know, because uh, her mother continued to work as a sex worker um, and she was actually involved in the 1980 scandal of James Barbudo, who was a probate judge in Ohio and he was convicted of intimidating investigators and of gross sexual imposition for attacking a courthouse clerk in his chambers. Oh, okay. So a real fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So she was like involved in this big high, high profile scandal. Hmm. Um, Valerie went on to live her life as best as she could. She eventually had three children. I uh, believe with her first, I don't know if he was her husband or her first partner. Uh, and eventually she met Percy Spruill. And they never say Valerie's maiden name, so that's why I called her Valerie Spruill at the beginning. Um, she met Percy Spruill. Percy was born in Mississippi, and he worked in Akron as a truck driver and a parking lot attendant. Percy provided for their family and cared for them. He raised the three boys, you know, his stepsons, and uh, was a good husband. Uh, there were weird rumors that were going around, though. That just seemed kind of like odd. And Valerie didn't give them much thought. Uh, she just kind of, you know, they're rumors and the rumor mill flies in a small town. Mm-hmm. At the age of 60, in April of 1998, after a short bout with illness, Percy Spruill passed away. Valerie went on about her life, you know, mourning her husband and everything. And then in 2004, she was speaking with an uncle who slipped up. And told her the truth. Percy Spruill was not only her husband. He was actually her father. Uh, No. Yep. Why? So the rumors that she had heard about Percy actually seemed to mirror what she had been told about her father. And that was no coincidence. Um, It just seemed that the whole damn town around her knew and never thought to tell her. Okay, wait, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna get into this, but did he know that? I get into it a little bit. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up. So she didn't know like whether or not to believe this, right? Because like, I'm sorry, if someone came to me and said my husband was actually my dad, I would be like, You're on you're on drugs. Like that's not real. That's not real life. Um <laughs> but yeah, so, but in a strange oh coincidence. God. Can you fucking imagine? Okay. No, I wanted to vomit the entire time. And I'm glad I ended up fine. I thought the kids were his, but they're not. I read in another thing that they were his stepchildren. 
And I was just like, wow, that would be so much more fucked up. Okay, wait. And then did 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 they ever have? They didn't have any kids. I don't think. Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Ah! But they boned. Yeah. They boned all the time. All the time. What? <laughs> hey, oh my <laughs> i know i'm trying not to throw up right now because i have that, a really shitty gag reflex that really 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 makes me want to die and i bet he knew it so <laughs> um in a strange twist of fate she happened to move one of their dressers Aww. and under the dresser one of percy's hairbrushes was stuck so she took hair from that hairbrush and had it DNA tested, which only confirmed the rumors fully. Oh Percy was God. definitely 110% her father. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I. <laughs> and here's the thing he was 15 years older than her. So, like, that's not a gigantic age gap, you know? It's, it's just kind of like, it's such a weird fucking coincidence and like also i can't believe the whole fucking town knew and didn't tell her i would you be, know i would march to everyone's door and be like what the fuck here's what i don't understand though okay whenever we went to get our marriage license and you're gonna deal with this right. okay mm-hmm. they asked for like our family tree essentially all right and, like, while she didn't know anything about her father, when Percy went up, he'd have been able to say, like, oh, yeah, I had a kid at such and such age. You know what I mean? And, like, oh, weird. With uh, her mom. Because he knew her mom's name. Mm. <gasps> like, so I don't understand how that got through the licensing for marriage. I mean, you maybe, know, you get what I mean? Yeah, but maybe he just didn't disclose that. But they still do like a little check. There used to be a DNA test r- involved. Well, like in back the, in the day. In this fucking case, there probably should have been. Well, yeah. And like, I know in Pennsylvania, you had to have a DNA test not until fairly recently. Did, did I tell you that um, one time me and Lauren were on a like a long drive and we were looking up the different state laws about like who you can and cannot marry? Like, it, particularly first cousins yeah and there okay. are states that like kind of don't say you can't marry your first cousin mm. well and like even overseas like that's like a lot of people's first like love is their cousin and i'm like Whoa, that makes me want to vomit like an like an actual legit like yes but not just like a weird crush that kids don't no. know the difference no watch the way we were mm. just watch it it's gross it's gross and the reason she wrote it she was like that's kind of normal here and i was like that's kind of fucking nasty here i okay listen i understand the whole idea that like our culture is not the only culture and that people do different things no but that that, no no i'm sorry i just have never ever looked at a fucking relative and thought yeah i'd bone them that's your cousin you share grandparents that's too that's too close yeah very nasty i don't I'm, and I, we sound so judgy right now, and no, I'm not trying to, but like, I it's am, just. I am. It's, <laughs> you share it's, grandparents. You do not yeah. marry. You do not. I'm sure, I'm sure there are cultures where that is normal. And like, historically, that was normal. But this is not 
ancient times and we are Rachel a fully civilized culture and like I just don't see why that would ever be allowed okay for example this is according to the spruce.com <laughs> in Arizona okay well for Alabama and Alaska it literally just says first cousins yes you can <laughs> Arizona it says first cousins yes only if they are over a certain age and or cannot bear children what the fuck? so they're basically like you can bone but you just can't have any fruits of your loins I want you to know that you used the word loins and my whole body was like, Ugh. oh my God. Oh my God. There are so many that allow for the District of Columbia. No. Our fucking capital. You can't be serious. This was, and this article was updated 12 15, 2020. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. What? What would ever, what would ever compel you to marry your cousin? Rachel, I'm having trouble figure. I'm having trouble going through this list and finding one that says no. Full stop. What's Pennsylvania's? Okay, let me scroll down. Are we gonna move? Are we about to move? Oh my god, I hope not. Uh, why can't I find Pennsylvania? Oh wait, I see. Hold on, hold up. The it's oh. this is which states allow first cousin marriages. Pennsylvania is not there. Ergo, they do not allow it. Okay, the one fucking thing our state has done. But let me tell you, all, all these ones that do, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona with the caveat, California. California? What? What? Colorado, Connecticut, D.C., Florida, of course. I'm reading a thing that says that you can marry your aunt or uncle in Canada, so we can't even go there. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, Minnesota... <laughs> is no unless the aboriginal culture of the couple permits cousin marriages. Mm. That's what I mean, though. Like, I don't, I'm trying, I don't want to sound insensitive to other people's culture. I'm just saying that in my culture, it's not okay. But in other cultures, like when you're in a very small, small, small community or like a small tribal community, I can understand the necessity. Do you get what I mean? I can understand the necessity of it. I do, but like where... What is happening in the genetics there, though? There, that, that cannot. That, there's got to be some side effects of that. Like, well, what was the what was the English royal family that like they ended up having like such bad genetics that like the dude's jaw was like practically falling <laughs> off and like his nose was all fucked up. That's not funny. Just the way you said it was funny. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I gotta I gotta look it up. Which king was it? King with major oh, it's genetic probably, defects. All of them. Probably all of them. Um, Jesus Christ. King George the Third. Oh God. Well, he had a genetic disorder that affected his mind more noticeably than his body. But there was one King Charles. Was he the one that had? I just remember one of them had like a really. He, they had like no chin and like it was really weird. Like the way that like there you could tell it was from inbreeding. That that's what I'm saying. Like, what are the long term? That's all I'm saying. Okay, but it's happened for centuries, and it, like, I just don't. Ha- Habsburg, Habsburg. It was called the Habsburg jaw. Is likely the result of do 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 the royal family's inbreeding. It was Charles the Second. If you look him up and see his weird little jaw, you'll understand what I was talking about. But okay. he in his nose. It's very, very fucking odd. And like, 
intros. Curls a second jaw. Oh, okay, yeah. It's like in yeah. his nose, like the way it is, and like the way his eyes are, like it's you can tell. Yes. That's what I like. So I don't know. I'm just trying I just I'm trying to be understanding and inclusive of the cultures that we are not a part of because I don't want to see what I don't want it to seem like we're being insensitive to that because I do understand that there are situations where that is normal because it is, it's a small tribe or it's, you know what I mean? And we don't understand those things. So I can't speak on them. All I can speak on is in America in like, well, apparently our culture it's to me makes me think it's not okay, but apparently it is apparently in like 20 in like 20 States you can. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. Ugh, all right. Anyway, um, okay. Girl married father. Father, yeah. I my hypothesis is fucking new the whole time. <laughs> so there were no relatives left to give her answers about her husband father because her mother had passed away and her grandparents had long since passed away too. Most of Percy Sproul's relatives had also passed away. The aftermath of learning this secret was just devastating on Valerie. She suffered from two strokes. She was diagnosed with diabetes. And I read in one that she was in a diabetic coma for like 17 days. Oh, no. On top of dealing with everything that was hitting her emotionally. Um, eventually, Valerie decided to go public with her story because she knew she needed to release her stress. And she wanted others to know that they weren't alone if they were in this situation. She was actually contacted by a husband and wife who found out after they were married that they were actually siblings. So her story has actually helped some people. And that's like the wholesome twist. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of Valerie at all. She truly did not know no, she had no what idea. she got into. And I feel terrible for her. But I'm glad that she's making something positive out of this. I can't believe no um, told her. That's so fucked up. Yeah, that's what's fucked up. And like, I'm just glad she's got a positive spin on this. Um, and Valerie doesn't know if her father knew the truth, but she says that she thinks he might have known, but was too afraid to tell her. And she told her children after her therapist advised her to tell them, and they learned that their stepfather was actually their grandfather. And they've been really, really supportive of their mother and like understanding and like just trying to like support her however they can. Um, and Valerie also hopes that her story will help her find some of her siblings and let them know that their mother loved them. And uh, she wants to tell them, thank God she gave you away like she did me so you could have a beautiful life. Aww. So just like a little bit of a wholesome spin on a really fucked up situation. Um, there's no updates on it. This is like an old, like I said, it's from 2012, this case. So I don't know if she ever found any of her siblings. Um, I I really th I think that he knew. I really think that he knew. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he, he knew when they first met, but like you had to put two and two together. But like, if if he knew the mom, like, and how did she never like she never told him like her life story before they got married? Like, oh yeah, my mom gave me to my grandparents, and like he just didn't put it together. And if he knew who her mom was, and that obviously she was her child. Right. One could deduce that he would knew that, like, it's, yeah. 
Because she didn't have any other siblings at that time, right? Like, uh, not the ones that she found out about later. Yeah. Like, yeah. the ones that, she, like, she didn't grow up with any other siblings. No. Okay, so Dum Dum isn't gonna, like, he's, he can't say, well, maybe that's, this isn't my kid, maybe the other one's mine. There wasn't any other sibling. Well, they also never say when they met, how long they were married. Like, I, there's so many questions here that I just don't understand how someone didn't figure this out and tell her he, or why they didn't tell her. I think he knew. I don't see how he wouldn't have. If he knew, yeah. if he didn't know the mom, that's a different story. But like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to marry someone who doesn't know about my past and like my life. So like, did Valerie just not tell him? No, I'm telling you, I think that he knew and just didn't care and was a weirdo. Oh, yeah. It's very strange. It's, it's very strange. Fucking weird. Yeah. My sources are CNN, HuffPost, The Box, Houston, OpposingViews.com, uh, NYDailyNews.com, and The Beacon Journal. The Akron Beacon Journal. There's They're the ones who broke the story. For you. Yeah, that's the theme song. You're welcome. There's there's something in it. Oh my there's god. The Akron Beacon Journal. There's something in it for you. I don't Apparently even... incest. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the Akron Beacon <laughs> Journal. Where incest is best. <laughs> There's your new your new tagline. Do you like that? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's your fucked up story. And I'm sorry it was so short, but like I read this and I was like, oh no, no. I have to tell everyone about this. Well, I can supplement your story with something. Um because okay. I don't think that there is enough content for it for an episode. Okay. Um, but Lauren sent me this article and it is so fucking gross. And it okay. is it is like DNA related. Okay, so the article, it's not very long, so I'm just going to read it because I okay. think it's really weird and gross. Okay, ready? Yep. So this is from, uh, it's called The 13th Floor. Um, that's the website. And I'm not going to read the title yet because I want you to be surprised. But Okay. By David Ian McKendry, and it's from June 23rd, 2017. Okay. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Frogs, toads, fish, snakes, and even stones have all reportedly fallen down from the sky like rain at some point in time. One Florida resident even reported actual golf balls falling from the sky. In most cases, these acts of nature are easily explainable. After all, the rain golf balls can be explained by a water spout passed over a golf course. But there is one weird weather storm that, to this day, still has not been explained. I know the one! Are are you thinking the Kentucky meat shower? Yes. That's not this one. No, really? No. That's, oh, fuck. But that's fucking gross, isn't it? Yeah, it's very gross. And they still don't know what the fuck it actually no, truly was. They, they thought that it could have been like horses. Yeah, I was going to cover that the one day, but I was like, there's not enough. There's I, not enough here. There's really, no, there's not. Because th that made me think of this. This is arguably weirder. Um, oh, God. Okay. Okay. So in the town of Oakville, Washington, on August 7th, 1994, it began to rain sometime around 3 a.m. Although rain in the Pacific Northwest is quite common, it was falling. It was a falling substance that caused some concern. They were tiny, translucent, gelatinous globules about the size of a grain of rice. A police officer working that night noticed them when he turned his windshield wipers on when he first thought it was raining. The substance immediately smeared across the windshield and obscured his vision. Pulling over, he got out and inspected it closer. 
The globs were small and mushy. Looking around, he noticed they had fallen everywhere. By that afternoon, several residents of Oakville became violently ill. They reported having difficulty breathing, vertigo, blurred vision, and nausea. A large number, yeah, a large number of cats and dogs who came in direct contact with the substance became ill and died. Oh, sorry, I didn't know that was in there. That's okay. Um, now one instance of this unusual rain would have been enough to pique curiosity, but when it occurred six more times over a period of three weeks, the residents of Oakville were desperate for answers. Okay, so there was a picture of what this stuff looked like. Um, okay. It, it looks like, it looks kind of like jello, I guess. Kind of like this clear, clearish, a little bit grayish. I just Googled the blobs. It doesn't say what it is. I just, I just saw a picture of the blob. Okay. So the townspeople of Oakville, Washington were in for a surprise on August 7th, 1994. Instead of their usual downpour of rain, the inhabitants of the small town witnessed countless uh, gelatinous blobs falling from the sky. Once the globs fell, almost everyone in Oakville started developing severe flu-like symptoms that lasted anywhere from seven weeks to three months. That's horrifying. Ugh. That's horrifying. Holy shit. Damn. Finally, after exposure to the goo caused his mother to fall ill, one resident sent a sample of the blobs for testing. When the technicians discovered was shocking. The globs contained... Are you ready? Mm, I don't know. Human white blood cells. What? The substance was then brought to the State Department of Health of Washington for further analysis. With another startling reveal, they discovered that the gelatinous blobs had two types of bacteria, one of which is found in the human digestive system. However, no one could successfully identify the blob and how they were connected to the mysterious sickness that plagued the town. Well, if you... (laughs) That seems fucking easy enough to yeah like obviously it's something in the blob like it's It's, a bacteria that's making them sick yes it's bacteria that is found in the human digestive system it's probably shouldn't be ingested or like breathed in i don't know like that okay so one resident collected a sample of the strange gelatin like substance and took it to a lab tech at the local hospital for examination the lab tech found that the substance contained human white blood cells, but could not explain why something like that would fall from the sky. The Washington State Department of Health collected a sample to see if they could find answers. There it was discovered that the material had two species of bacteria inside of it. One of these bacteria were common to the human digestive system. This led to the assumption that the material may have come from a passing airplane. What? Mm-hmm. what? Yeah, well, because like uh, sometimes they'll just empty their like poo. Oh, okay. You like, you know, if it's full, they'll just meep, you know. Like just in the sky? Yeah, cuz we're fucking gross. What? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I don't know if they still do that, but I know that that was like a thing. I hope to god they don't still do that for fuck's you know, sake. I'm going to look it up while you're uh finishing. Jesus Christ, you got people like marrying their parents and shit falling from the sky. Where are we? <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, however, FAA rules required, okay, required all waste to be dyed blue. This sub- this substance was clear. How the fuck does dyeing it blue help? <laughs> Alright, so they're not actually allowed to do it, but it leaks and sometimes it happens. Okay. <sighs> Still gross. <laughs> it's called blue ice. Okay. Oh, wow. 
Also, it's against that sounds like a shot or like a like a drink, like a Seagram. It probably is. Seagram's blue ice. Try it today. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. Also, okay. it's against regulations to dump this type of waste mid flight or while airborne. Yeah. Okay, thank you. There God. we go. Another test of the substance revealed a eukaryotic cell, which signified that the substance was alive at one time. This led to yet another theory, which suggested that Air Force weapons testing in the Pacific Ocean had destroyed a colony of star jellyfish and sent them into the air where they landed in pieces on the town of Oakville. That's, I don't know. What? That just sounds outlandish as fuck. That many jelly, like how many would be in a colony that you'd have blobs just raining and, from the fucking right, sky? Right, and sent them into the air, and then and then what? It, they had to wait for it to rain to like come down. That doesn't make any sense. That's weird, but okay. Okay. Although the Air Force did say that they had been conducting tests at that time, they denied any involvement in the glob rain incident. However, which, but also like I, that sounds very fucking unlikely. Yeah. However, some residents did notice slow-moving military aircraft conducting uh, maneuvers over the town. This led to speculation that the citizens of Oakville may have been part of a government experiment, perhaps testing some kind of biological weapon. I could get behind that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, for real. This mystery still remains unsolved and will probably remain that way since there are no more samples of the strange blob. Ugh. Is that not crazy? I just can't believe they got sick for so long. Right. Like, like, like two to three months. Also, it took all those people getting sick for someone to finally go, eh, I'm going to send in some DNA. Like, I'm uh, sorry. If I saw anything coming out of the sky that that remotely looked unlike water, I'm getting the fuck out of there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the Kentucky meat shower, that that shit's interesting, too. That's really weird. Yeah, that one blows my mind. It's pretty mind-blowing. All right, so, yeah, there. We got this episode a little longer with that little gem. Yeah, thank you for that gross fucking jelly shower. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's nasty. Isn't that nasty? I I could get behind it being, like, bio-warfare, though. That's what... Oh, for sure. I think that's Lauren's theory. I I would... I can get behind that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so gross. Yeah. Maybe it was just someone took a whole bunch of Orbeez up in the sky and let them go. You know what? Anything could happen, apparently. I don't know what those are, but I doubt they're human DNA. Never mind. But that'd be kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, take a shit ton of Orbeez up in a helicopter and just let them go. Just let them loose. (laughs) Along with, like, all the fecal matter that it's apparently coming off of planes. Oh, so gross. So gross. It just seems like that should not happen ever. Like, I mean, accidents happen and, you know, it can leak. Yeah, I know. I know. It's fucking nasty. Okay. Um, okay. Well, now that we're thoroughly grossed out in more ways than one, (laughs) um, do you have anything for padded room? Um, I just want to say that the season finale of Handmaid's Tale was on yesterday. Yes. And that shit was crazy i really have to catch up dude you have to because i want to tell you what happened so bad but i'm not going to tell you i have like two whole seasons to watch so oh my god it's it was really really good um it was really satisfying i was in a really shitty mood yesterday and i was telling i was telling joe i was like i really hope that like i i'm in the mood to like want to see violence against someone that i hate 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's on, always nice. Like on this show, and it and it happened, and I was vindicated. That's nice. Yeah, that's really solid. Um, oh, and Dave, also, Dave's back. Yeah, on. that was mine. I was gonna oh! say Dave started again. I haven't watched it yet. I, we're probably going to when we eat dinner. I only watched the first episode last night. Like it was like longer, and I needed to go to bed. Um, so we're gonna watch the next one after this. Oh yeah, there's a there's a twofer. Yeah, and then I started watching Kevin can fuck himself. Uh, which is the new show with Annie Murphy in it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. It's so fucking good. Okay, what's that on? I'll have to watch it. Yeah, it's it's on AMC+. Plus. Jesus, uh, so fuck. Th- I'll give you my login. Oh, no, I can't because it's on Comcast. I can give you my Comcast login and you can watch it. Oh, well, I have that. I have Comcast. You just have to pay extra for it. I know, any way that they can fuck us, right? I swear um, it's literally going to be like, oh, where can we get all of this in one place? And it, we're just going to all get cable. Oh, right. Cable. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Because we're just paying $10 a month for all these, like, yeah, all these subscriptions. And yes. I don't even turn my cable on anymore because I pay for all these fucking subscriptions. Mm-hmm. But I still pay for it. So, um, but yeah, it's very, very, very fucking good. And she is just awesome. And I adore her. So. Yeah. She's the best. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Um, our social medias are uh, Facebook is uh, Chardonnay ampersand DNA. Uh, Twitter is Chardonnay DNA. Don't fucking bother. Uh, <laughs> Instagram is Chardonnay and DNA. Uh, website Chardonnay and DNA dot com. All written out. Same with our email. Um, what is that? Check Gmail? out. Yeah, but it's at Gmail. Yeah. Uh, make sure you do check out Terry's podcast, Lobby Boys. Uh, they went to Comic Con and interviewed some people. Ooh, so, that's fun. Uh, so there's some cool shit. Um, yeah, I I don't know if they released that yet because I have not gone on a long enough drive to actually like catch up on anything. Um, but I know that they were at Comic Con. They were posting about it and everything. So please listen and check them out. Cool. Um, okay, I think that's it. All right. Well, cheers with my shitty Moscato. Uh, don't marry your father. And watch out for globs of human DNA falling out of the sky. Bye! Please, bye.